It's Easter Sunday, April 12th, 2020, a day that is typically filled with family gatherings and church services, Easter bunnies, Easter baskets, Easter egg hunts, all that kind of fun stuff. But this year looks a little bit different for all of us. This year, we watched Easter service via Facebook Live. We aren't gathering for Easter dinners. Uh, We're here. We're sheltering in place. I asked on social media last week for some topics that you would like to hear about, and my friend Lana said she would like to know a little bit more about how to stay sane during these crazy times. And I talked about a couple of those things last week in episode 15, but this week I want to take a different approach in connecting those dots, right? Connecting the dot from, I feel like everything is going insane, to I understand and I have a plan going forward. So how do we keep that sanity in check? So that is what today's episode is all about. Staying sane during COVID-19. You're listening to the Connect the Dots podcast with me, Heather Balseric. This show is designed to help you navigate your career, understand your customer's experience, and bring us together as we learn more about our communities. So tune in, turn it up, and get ready to connect the dots. First things first, I feel like to understand how to cope with what's going on, we need to understand exactly what we're facing. So what is COVID-19? I'm going to read a few paragraphs from the CDC website, so bear with me as we talk a little science. But the CDC site says that COVID-19 is caused by a new coronavirus. Coronaviruses are a large family of viruses that are commonplace in people in many different species of animals. That includes camels, cattle, cats, and bats. (laughs) Rarely, though, animal coronaviruses can infect people and then spread between people such as happened in the past with with MERS, SARS, and now with this new virus, which is a uh, version of SARS. It's SARS-CoV-2. Now, all three of these are beta coronaviruses, which means they have their origin in bats. The sequences from the U.S. patients are similar to the ones that China initially posted, suggesting a likely single recent emergence of this virus from an animal reservoir. Now, early on, many of the patients at the epicenter of the breakout in Wuhan, China, had some link to a large seafood and live animal market, suggesting that's where maybe that animal-to-person spread started. But later, a growing number of patients reportedly did not have exposure to animal markets. So that started to indicate the person-to-person spread. And person-to-person spread was subsequently reported outside of Wuhan and in other countries outside of China, including the U.S. Most international destinations now have an ongoing community spread of the virus that causes COVID-19. Community spread means that some people have been infected and it is not known how or where they became exposed. We know what it is now. We got the basic facts covered of what COVID-19 is. 
And we know that because of the way the virus spreads and that there is no vaccine at this point, they have to put in protocols to help decrease the spread of the virus. So this is where the things like social distancing, no gatherings of 10 or more people, sheltering in place orders, that's where those things really come in to play a part in helping contain and control the spread of COVID-19. But now what, right? So the hard part about this now, because we know what it is, we know how it spreads, and we, we know the things that we can do to try to limit the spreading of it, but now now what? We're sheltering in place. We're social distancing. We're not having any gatherings. And the hard part is not knowing when this will end. When are we going to get back to quote unquote normal? When are we going to be able to go to the grocery store and find toilet paper and paper towels on the regular basis? These are the questions that are making us really question our sanity right? These are the ones that you're like, why is everybody buying the toilet paper? These are the things that make you just shake your head and go, I do not understand what's happening here. I don't understand what's going on in this world right now. So let's talk about how to stay sane in this in-between time, this, this in-between, this new normal, as they say. I found an article when I was doing some research for today's um, today's podcast. Uh, this article is by Guy Doncey. Assuming I'm saying that right, but Guy Doncey, and it really struck a chord with me. So I wanted to share his thoughts with you. First off, he defines sane as strong, active, neighborly, and energetic. What a positive way to think about how to stay sane. Even if that were the only line of the article that I read and it was in the first line of the article, I would have still shared this with you. But he put a lot more good stuff in this article. So I'm going to take you through some of what he what he shared. So the first thing Guy says is he, need, he says that we need to realize just how serious this is. And I agree with that. That's why I started the podcast off with information from the CDC website. We cannot stay sane if we're living off rumors and speculation. We have to search out the facts. I cannot stress this enough. Search out the facts. If you see a headline that seems like, wow, that's really weird. I can't believe that. There's no way that's true. Don't just read the headline and share it. Read the article. Dig in deeper to see what it's about. Please, the only way that we are going to get better and be able to be really educated about what's going on is if we do that, if we actually read the things that we share. So please, 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 I beg of you, before you share an article on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram, wherever you're sharing your stuff, please read the articles before you share them especially if it has to do with COVID-19 and and coronavirus, any of that stuff. Please, please, please. The next thing that we need to do is we need to pay attention to the essentials. This does not mean go out and buy all the toilet paper. Buy what you need and then go home. And then next week, go buy what you need and then go home. Or do grocery pickup or grocery delivery, whatever. Take this seriously, though. We really have to. I'll be honest. 
I probably haven't taken this as seriously as I should have at times, right? I don't understand. I probably get too close to people in the grocery store because I have no depth perception and, and people just want to stop and stare at things. And I'm like, but I need to get to the meat that's right in front of you, and but I'm six feet away from you. <laughs> so again, probably have not taken it as seriously as I should have. So this is a self-check for me too. But Guy says to imagine that you actually have the virus. Change your behavior so that you wouldn't transmit it to your friends and neighbors. So think about that. If you had the virus, what would you what would you do to try to make sure that the people that you love or the people that you are around would not get it and act accordingly? The third thing he says is probably my favorite. And this is practice gratitude. This is something I try to do each and every day. Be thankful for the people that are on the front lines of this. Our healthcare workers, doctors, nurses, the grocery store clerks, the pharmacists, the farmers that are out there still farming, you know, farming for the food that we need. Uh, the delivery drivers that are bringing you your packages, that are bringing you your groceries, that your to-go orders. Be thankful for them. And don't just think it in your head. Say it whenever you can. If you do go to the grocery store or you get something delivered, please make sure to tell that person thank you and how much it means to them that they're able to do that for you. If you're practicing gratitude, it makes this next thing even easier to do. And that's try not to be negative. Try not to think in worst case scenarios. Guy wrote, sometimes our thoughts create our feelings. And we need to ask ourselves, am I experiencing a reasonable level of fear, anxiety, or loneliness? Or am I increasing these feelings by the way that I'm thinking? Keep yourself in check and lean on a friend or a counselor that can help you process through any of those negative thoughts. Finally, you want to keep your anxiety in perspective. I get it. There is a lot to be anxious about right now, and we do not know what is going to happen or when things are going to change. But as Guy wrote in his article, he said, don't let it flood your being so that it stops you from being rational and taking practical steps. He also ends by offering up a list of 50 ways to help you stay sane. He is continuing to add to these every day, so I'll make sure that the most recent link is in the show notes for you, so you can get access to the things that he's adding to every single day. So he added some songs in there, so lots of great stuff out there for you. So please make sure that you take a look at it. But I'm going to give you a list of some of my favorites that he put on this list of 50. Uh, The first one is make a list of people you'd like to talk to. This really spoke to me because of the goal that I have to try to reach out to at least one person each day. And I talked about that last week. So I'll be making a list so that this week I can hopefully accomplish my goal and reach out to a different person every day. The next one is viral kindness. When I read this, I immediately thought about um, something my neighborhood has done, and I know several others have as well, but doing bear hunts. So you take a a bear or a picture of a bear and you put it in your window so that families with small children, they can go outside and do a walk and they can hunt for bears, which is super cute. And I, I think it's just amazing 
So I am going to try to come up with something that I can put in our front window to spread some kindness and happiness in our neighborhood. The third one that I liked was check your finances. This is a really great time to kind of redo your budget, rethink all those subscriptions that you have. I did this personally a couple of weeks ago using the budget by paycheck method. I'll link to the website in the show notes. Um, This is done by the budget mom. And so lots of really helpful things that she provided to kind of help me get a new look on my budget and really see where my money was going. The last one is share an uplifting story. And this one reminds me of the Some Good News videos that uh, John uh, Krasinski has been putting up on YouTube. I think there's two episodes as of right now, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But they are so funny and so heartwarming. You just can't help but walk away feeling better about the world. But also another one of my go-tos for laughs is the Holderness family. They have been putting together parodies about the quarantine, and I am I'm here for it. I'm here for it all day long. We have to keep a smile about this stuff somehow, folks. So if you, know, if you like parodies to uh, funny songs about things that are happening in the quarantine, go watch these videos. Again, links to both of those are in the show notes. So staying sane again, this is going to require us to stay focused on doing things that help us stay strong, active, neighborly, and energetic. Take some time to list out the things that you can do to help you do this during this time. Before I close the show today, though, um, while I was reading on the CDC website, uh, I came across a section that focused on stress and anxiety and that, that can come at a time like this. You know, we're at home, maybe you have family with you, maybe you're, maybe you don't, maybe it's just you and your pets. It's really important for us to be very aware of our emotional health right now. If you or someone you care about is feeling overwhelmed, if you have emotions um, that are overwhelming, sadness, depression, or anxiety, or you feel like you want to harm yourself or others, please make sure you do one of the following. Number one, call 911. If you feel like you want to harm yourself or someone else, please call 911. There's also a disaster distress helpline. I did not know about this until I found it on the CDC website. So the disaster distress helpline is 24 seven, 365 day a year, national hotline that is dedicated to providing immediate crisis counseling for people who are experiencing emotional distress related to any natural or human caused disaster. So the number to reach them is 1-800-985-5990. That's 1-800-985-5990. You can also text them. You can text talk with us all together um, to 66746. Uh, That's talk with us all together. You want to text that to 66746. So that is going to be the disaster distress helpline. Then you also have uh, the national domestic violence hotline. So if you are 
experiencing domestic violence, um, you can call this number. It's 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. I know that the the last part of that got, got really serious, but this is one of those times that when we are not taking the proper steps to keep our sanity in check, to keep ourselves sane, it's very easy to to be pushed over into that ledge of being overwhelmed by those feelings, those emotions of sadness, depression, and anxiety. So please know that there are resources out there to help you. There are people out there that want to help you. And all you have to do is pick up the phone or send a text message. Let's work together to stay sane during this time, folks. Please do not forget that you are loved and you are worthy and there are great things ahead for you in this life. We'll see you again next week. So to make sure that you don't miss out on next week's episode, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you get notified. Come on and join the conversation over on Instagram and follow me at Ms. Heather B. Dot or at Polka Dot Desk. We are here for you and look forward to bringing you more information about career, customers, and community. This podcast is brought to you by the Polka Dot Desk.